Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! This is a disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm here with my co-host, Lee. Hey. And you're here for another Tragedy Tuesday. Yeah. Our super exciting and uplifting disasters, if you are basing it on the tone of my voice, about disasters that aren't so many. Yes. Many episodes about disasters that aren't many. Or if you're a sadist. Yeah, if you're a sadist. Enjoy the suffering of others. If you're a sadist, then take the cue of my tone. And if you're not a sadist, <laughs> please don't judge me for being so excited about tragedies. We're just kidding. We sure are. A uh, bit of housekeeping before we dive in. Uh, if you're new here, we recommend you check out our old episodes because there's usually like a continuing thread. It's not, you'll, you won't miss anything if you just, just listen to this episode, but we make callbacks a lot. So Peter makes callbacks a lot. I do. <laughs> Look, we're, we're, it's a narrative. It's like the X-Files, right? Like you don't yeah. have to see all of it, but. There's usually like There's an overarching... There's usually a little thread that runs yeah, so long. Exactly. So don't miss a thing. <clears throat> so I'm going to do something that I haven't done for a while, and I'm going to start this one with a question, that just to keep it in your mind as I tell you the story of this disaster. Okay. What decision have you made that had the worst consequences? <laughs> and just, just keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. <laughs> it's rhetorical. It's rhetorical you don't at the want moment. Me to answer? Not at the moment. <laughs> Maybe at the end. I have several answers. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. <laughs> well, we'll see. So, in eastern Pennsylvania, there's a town that's now called Centralia. It's uh, about 570 kilometers or 350 miles northeast of Roanoke. Hey. Check out episode 15 Call about the lost colony. I'll <laughs> keep a tally. But anyway, that we, we did an episode about what happened when they tried to colonize Roanoke. All right. Didn't go well. Okay. It was sold to colonists by Native American tribes that lived in the area for 500 pounds in 1749. Okay. It was founded by Alexander Ray, who was a mining engineer, mm-hmm. uh, and it was originally named Centerville, uh, but the post office had another Centerville at the time, so it got changed to Centralia. Yeah. So we're, it's roughly in the middle of... It's kind of like east of Pennsylvania, okay. kind of east Pennsylvania. Great. Coal mining began in Centralia in 1856 with the opening of the Locust Run and Coal Ridge Mines, Ooh. and the Centralia Mine opened in 1862. The primary industry was anthracite coal which is also known as hard coal. Right. And it's it was, it was important because it had a high carbon content, it had very few impurities, and it had kind of the highest energy rating of all the coals. That's some grade A coal. So it's basically like the gold of coal. Right. Yeah. Black gold. In, That's oil. Well, okay. Same thing. Although this would make more sense to be called black gold. Yeah, because it's, it's a solid. Like a, yeah. Like a mineral. Oil is more like black, black. oil. Oil. <laughs> you don't get... Yeah, it doesn't need an analogy. <laughs> forest, do you? Yeah. So anyway, as we know, any lucrative industry is not without conflict. I'm going to do a quick sidebar about the Molly Maguires. Does that ring a bell? It might. It's, yeah, it should. It's a eh? secret Irish society. Uh-huh. So they operated in Ireland and eventually the eastern U.S., like eastern Pennsylvania. Mm. The discovery of hard coal in Pennsylvania put dollar signs in coal miner owners' eyes. They began herding in foreign workers to work in mines for much less than the American-born workers. That's nice of them. They're good guys. In Schuylkill County, which is directly south of Columbia County where Centralia is found, they employed 22,000 foreign miners, 5,500 of which were children between the ages of 7 and 16. (coughs) 
So <laughs> working in the coal mine. Yeah, working in the coal mines. That's like the cliche of, you know, you got small hands, go work in a coal mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go and dig a ditch. That was like a, an era where you birthed labor, yes. not a child. No, like <laughs> oh, a, good. a little worker. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so just oh, like the- times. Second, those keeping a tally. Mm. Second callback, just like in the St. <laughs> Helena Freefall episode. Oh, remember yeah. That, one? that yeah. was the very first Tragedy Tuesday we did. That was, yeah. These foreign workers weren't treated particularly well. They were kind of handed the short end of the stick. I mean, as soon as you started talking about a mine yeah. in general. Yeah. I, this, yeah. Yeah. I got the shivers. Yeah, they don't. Well, <laughs> I can tell you it's probably not going the way that you think it's going to go. Okay. But anyway. Okay. I'm still, we're still talking about the Molly Maguires, though. So okay. we're still oh, yeah. like 100 let's, years ago. Let's stick to that. So they weren't treated particularly well. Uh, there was actually a fire at the Avondale mine in September 1869, which resulted in 110 coal miner deaths. Mm. So maybe it is a little bit horrible like you Well, expected. that's what I was picturing. <laughs> and actually, remember, coal mines are at particular risk of dangerous fires due to particle or particulate coal in the air. You remember we talked about that a little bit in the St. Helena? Yeah. So coal mines that'll basically kick up a lot of dust that's microscopic and all you need is a spark to ignite it and then- Kaboom. Goes throughout the whole mine. And if there are pockets of methane like there were- in St. Helena, that's even worse. Mm. Anyway. Plus you get the black lung. Plus the black lung. Got the okay. black lung. <laughs> Zoolander's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> so the Molly Maguires took things into their own hands throughout the 1860s, and Alexander Ray, who was Centralia's founder, was murdered by the Molly Maguires in October 1868. Okay. Because he was kind of complicit in this whole given foreign miners the shaft. Uh. The pun intended. Gotcha. Well, not intended, but now it's intended. Fully intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also following an assault by three members of the Molly Maguires, a priest named Daniel Ignatius McDermott, great name, solid name, is said to have cursed the land. <laughs> so, do, do priests curse? Or well, they did back then. We learned that Templars cursed. Okay. During yeah. the Black Plague. That's right. That's right. So pr priests can curse too. When when the chips are down, they'll lay a curse on you. They sure will. So watch out. Yeah. yeah. Mining continued in Centralia throughout the century, and nearly a hundred years later, the Molly Maguires were no longer a problem, but no. garbage was. Oh, garbage. Illegal dumping throughout the city forced the city council to establish landfills. Mm. Luckily, Centralia was full of abandoned strip mines, because oh, yeah. it has a rich history of mining. Sure. And coal's kind of yeah. gone the way of the dodo. This is the 60s, so not Quite. Not quite. Yeah. I'm all but. caught up. <laughs> We're in the 60s now. The 1960s. Although now we have clean coal, so it's kind of making a comeback. I don't know if you've heard of clean coal. Clean coal. It's a thing that's totally a thing. Old clean coal. Yeah, it's totally it's it's totally a legit thing. It's not a legit thing. You don't sound serious. It's you not sound a like thing. you're being facetious. Not a thing. Coal can't be clean. Anyway, <laughs> abandoned strip mines. Right. One of these was taken over to become the Centralia Landfill. Okay. And it served its purpose well, as well as a pit that you throw garbage into can. Like, huh. you know. Stuff some garbage in. Sure, yeah. It's, it's a big open pit that you can throw garbage in. So perfect. Great. Out of the way, out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. The problem is, is that large pits of garbage tend to be eye and nose sores. Uh -huh. So as Memorial Day 1962 approached, the town council was looking at ways of cleaning up the Centralia landfill. This is basically full of garbage and stinking the place up. So they needed a way to clear it out. So it's a mine, but is it open... Is it open yeah. air or are they chucking it 
underground. Like I, I'm, it's kind, it's sort of underground. Like it, it's an abandoned strip mine. I guess there's an opening, and they're just kind of throwing it into the mine. Okay. And I guess well, strip mines. So strip mines are uh, they're not the same as like a traditional mine where you have like a single shaft that goes in. I right. guess strip mines are more like a pit that you've dug out, and there's probably lots of little shafts. That oh, okay. Off. So yeah. it's just the main pit. Yeah. It's so, just a, a depression in the ground that they're kind of yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. it's a dump. A de facto right. dump. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. So they're considering how to clean this place up. And right. luckily, the state of Pennsylvania passed laws in 1956 regulating exactly these kinds of landfills made from abandoned strip mines. Specifically because they're known to cause mine fires. Oh, yeah. So with Memorial Day fast approaching, the town council met to discuss the cleanup of the landfill. Kate. The minutes of the meeting notably lack details on how they proposed to clear the garbage from the landfill. Uh... Probably because it totally wasn't by lighting them on fire in contravention of Pennsylvania law. <laughs> Don't so, write that yeah. down. Yeah, that thing, everything we just said, why are you writing? Why are you Put the pen down. Stricken from the record. Yeah, what did I say? I said, don't write it down. <laughs> why are you writing this down? <laughs> Stop. Don't write that. Stop what you're saying. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> That's a really confusing record. It is. Because there's no mention of how they're going to clean it up, but there's a whole bunch of discussion about stop like, writing. And stop. And what does this mean? <laughs> So on May 27th, 1962, the garbage in the Centralia landfill was lit on fire by members of the volunteer <laughs> firefighters. <laughs> Wait, that's yep. counterproductive. <laughs> well, nobody told them to do it. It's not on the, the record. Fires. Anyway. Oh boy. Uh, so they let it burn out and then the flames were doused with water that evening. So no harm, no foul. Easy peasy. They burned the garbage and yeah, then they, they, they the just garbage. put the fire out? Yeah. What did that do? Well... Made it a little smaller? A little smaller. It's ashes, I guess. <laughs> Ten times attention. as stinky? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, problem solved. Yes. Except well, flames were spotted at the landfill two days later. Mm. But that's not a big deal. The firefighters showed up again with hoses and they doused it again. Job piece done. Of, piece of cake. Oh, Job yeah. done twice at this point. So awesome. Back to base. Except flames showed up again a week later on June 4th. Huh. So the firefighters showed up again with hoses and they doused it again. And while, this time when they were dousing it, they actually like stirred up the contents of the landfill to make sure like, are there any fires <laughs> Should left? Should we try this time? <laughs> yeah. So they like stirred it up, made sure looking for any pockets of burning material. Good call. Uh, And while they were doing that, they discovered a hole in the mine that led deeper into the earth to the maze <laughs> of mines underneath the town of Centralia. Okay. The fire in the landfill continued to burn into July. Remember mm. they tried to put it out end of May. June. Despite, oh, yeah, yeah, despite repeated attempts to douse it. And the Centralia Town Council this whole time allowed the continued dumping of garbage into the pit. So they weren't too concerned about <laughs> what was going on. I mean, of course, throw more garbage at it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that was never in question. Why don't we douse it with garbage? <laughs> <laughs> Tried water. Yeah. Try garbage. <laughs> Smother it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they had a meeting in early August with a mining company to discuss digging going. out the fire. Dig it Which up. is still burning. Okay. The letter soliciting help of this mining company conspicuously left out the cause of the fire. <laughs> Probably because if a mining company said, yeah, we lit a, we lit some garbage on fire that we weren't yeah. supposed to, and now we can't stop it. Yeah. The mining company would be like, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to go. Yeah. Well, we're peace. You sent firefighters to light a fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not, not send to your cops to put up some graffiti around town? <laughs> So the mining company proposed a plan that would cost a quarter of a million dollars in 2019 U.S. dollars. 
Okay. And at the same time, a local strip miner offered to do it for free. Oh. As long as he could claim any coal he found while digging out the fire. Fair enough. It might be over a century later, but greed never really left. So really. <laughs> <laughs> the precious coal. But his offer was rejected mostly because of the sticky nature of mining rights. Because, you know, right. if he starts digging and he discovers a mine shaft that crosses into not Pennsylvania or into another county who actually owns it, it's a whole property law oh, yeah. thing. Let's not forget that the fire is burning this whole time. <laughs> so they're trying to have this discussion, figuring out what to do. Fire's still burning. And the carbon monoxide levels are rising. Oh, okay. associated with the fire. And they actually hit lethal levels in early August, around the time of these meetings, and forced Centralia to shut down all other active mines in the area. Okay. <laughs> the contract was finally awarded for digging out the mine, and the digging started in mid-August 1962. Okay. Fire's still burning. <laughs> <laughs> the first attempt didn't go great. As they dug out around the perimeter of the fire, so they yeah. basically went around the edge of the strip mine to dig it out, Sure. oxygen rushed into the mine. Um, and if you think back to our Apollo episode, Apollo 1, right. Tragedy Tuesday, oxygen plus fire equals, equals way worse fire. Kaboom? Way worse fire. Yeah. No kaboom in this case, but just more just, and worse fire. Yeah. Fwoomph. Also, the digging was subject to state labor policies, so it only took place during the eight-hour workday. Ugh. And they took Labor Day weekend off. So it was basically five days where nothing happened. Hey, them barbecues ain't going to have themselves. <laughs> they should right? just bring it to this pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have the barbecue. Listen, you're not going to have a cookout. <laughs> Let's kill two birds with one stone. Five days, way bigger fire, no digging. They burned, pun intended again, mm. they burned through the funds by the end of October 1962, and the fire was still burning <sighs> for five months. <laughs> Then they did a second attempt, and it didn't go much better. So the plan was to drill multiple holes along the perimeter of the mine and pump water and a rock slurry in to basically choke the fire. Oh, water, okay. So fill okay. it with water, choke it, problem solved. The contract was awarded in the beginning of November to a lowball bidder. <laughs> and just a really quick sidebar on picking bids, <laughs> never go with the lowest bid. No. No matter what you're <laughs> soliciting. Jim's Rock and Water Slurry Incorporated. <laughs> basically. <laughs> If you get three bids, just drop the lowest one. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Go with the highest. Yeah. Might as well. Fire's burning. Especially for a five-month fire. Nip this, this in the bud. So the problem is they awarded this contract in November, and water and equipment tends to freeze in the winter. If even one of the drilled holes didn't choke the fire completely, the whole thing is pointless because it's going to get oxygen anyway, and right. the fire is going to keep burning. And you're just feeding it. Right. So the money ran out in March 1963. And the fire was still burning. <laughs> Almost a year after it started. Wow. They planned a third attempt, which involved kind of digging trenches and another shot of choking with, with a, uh, choking the fire with a rock slurry. But that plan was abandoned in late 1963. Okay. So the fire keeps burning. <laughs> in 1979, Shut 17 years after it started, Residents of Centralia started to realize that something was awry. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one story of a gas station owner who discovered that the temperature in his fuel tanks was at nearly 80 degrees Celsius or 170 degrees Fahrenheit. And it was basically being heated by a subterranean fire. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've got, I've just got this, the rest of- You the just rest, jumped ahead a lot of years. The rest of this <laughs> podcast, the rest of this episode is a timeline. So that was 1979. Okay. 1981. <laughs> A young boy was nearly swallowed by the earth when a sinkhole opened in his backyard. 
<laughs> he clung to a root and was saved by his cousin, but the sinkhole released a constant cloud of lethal carbon monoxide. Oh my God. So in 1984, okay. the United States began relocating residents of Centralia. <laughs> In 1992, 20 years later, Pennsylvania used its right of expropriation to condemn all the buildings in Centralia. <laughs> Fire still burning. In 1996, the neighboring town of Burnsville was torn down after the fire spread underneath it. Burnsville. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can't make this stuff up. It was like a tiny two. There's a, there's a lot of puns in this episode that I didn't even realize when I, I was know. writing it. And I love puns. <laughs> I normally try to put them in. You are loving this episode. So Burnsville was a tiny, it was like a two block town, but still they had to evacuate <laughs> it and basically bulldoze Everyone it. out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> town meeting. Oh, the two people. Oh, yeah. good. We're all here. We gotta go. <laughs> all right. In 2002, <laughs> the U.S. Postal Service stopped serving the town and they revoked the postal code for the town. Or I guess the zip code of the states. Oh, wow. Off the grid. In 2009... <laughs> All residents were formally evacuated. Fire still burning. In 2013, <laughs> the last seven remaining residents were allowed to stay in Centralia until their death, at which point their properties will also be condemned. The last, sorry? Seven people. S there's still, there were still seven people in 2013? I don't know if they're still there, but in 2013, the last seven people that refused to leave, the government was like, okay, you can stay, but once you die, your property is like condemned and it's, it's right. done. <laughs> your kinfolk don't get it. Yeah. And then in 2019, uh huh, the Centralia mine fire is still burning. What's burning? <laughs> is it? It's coal, I guess. It's it's, it's just a coal. Great it's big. There's got to be methane barbecue. deposits. Oh my god! Um, yeah, it's just non-stop. So they like essentially. It's it's a it's a man-made natural yeah. disaster. Essentially, <laughs> the the the. All and so okay. This is actually this coming looping back. Remember the question that I asked: What decision have you made that had the worst consequences? <laughs> you almost have to limit it to like a split second decision, where like you do something and then immediately you see what happens, and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So here it was. Let's just burn this garbage. We shouldn't get rid of it. What gets rid of things quickly? Fire. Yeah. Burn it. One afternoon in May of 1962. Caused God. <laughs> decades of headaches <laughs> and ultimately evacuation I mean, of the entire city. How could you have known? <laughs> right. That is such like classic mindset of yesteryear. Like yeah. not not a lot of forethought. Just say, right. hey, burn that, you know, yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, just burn it. What do you do with garbage? You burn you it. You burn it in your yard. Hey, doesn't Pennsylvania have a law contemplating the exact thing that's about to happen? <laughs> no, whatever. No. That's someone else's mind. That can't happen to us. Stupid. You're wasting time. <laughs> so actually, Centralia now is a tourist attraction. You can visit it. And there are, there's still like in smoke coming out of the ground. No, you can drive up to it. So the fire exists under the ground yeah. with yeah. maybe some little geysers of hell happening yeah and yeah and you get like smoke coming out of the ground here and there sinkholes opening up you can you can like drive through centralia you go on google maps and you can see two two of the roads you can't go down all of them because i'm assuming that the guy's like the getting the fuck not there. going yeah but if you go on google maps you actually see a bunch of cars parked along the sides because oh, okay. tourists They're just kind of checking it out Whoa. but yeah that's amazing yeah with one one 
misguided decision. <laughs> you fucked your entire city for decades. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Centralia mine fire that's still burning. That's amazing. Uh, music. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I, I really couldn't find anything that does it perfect justice, so I just picked something that I have been listening to recently. Fire. It, the band is called Keygen Church. Okay. Keygen, like when you... I mean, nobody that's listening has ever downloaded a game. I don't know what you're talking but about. But they come with key gens. So key gen shirts, it's, it's actually the same guy behind Master Boot Record, who I've talked right. about before. Yeah. So this is a side project of his, uh, based in Rome, Italy. It's kind of like black metal, thrash. He actually calls it cyber metal and industrial. Mm. There's also a bit of Baroque in there. So sometimes artists do side projects that aren't shouldn't really be side projects because it just sounds exactly the same as yes. the main project. Mm. This is different enough. Good. He does, like, a lot of pipe organ and, like, full-on Baroque piano stuff. Okay. But then there is that Master Boot record, like, industrial punch you in the face. So nice. the album, okay, the, the problem here is just look up Key Gen Church, and it's the only album, because the album name is a series of ASCII characters. <laughs> right, <laughs> okay, like, yeah. It's not a word. Right. And then the song is unintelligible. Oh. <laughs> it's a series of letters that... It, uh, it might be something in Italian, but it doesn't look Italian to me. Anyway, Just a bunch of consonants. Look up Key Gen Church on Bandcamp okay. and okay. listen to it. Uh, and why uh, why I picked this one? I mean, it's like I said, it's because it's what I'm listening to now. But it also kind of lends the story the kind of drama it needs, I guess. Particularly uh-huh. the idea of an abandoned city with an eternal fire burning <laughs> underneath, <laughs> having this kind of baroque church organ industrial music yeah. kind of fits the bill kind of a uh, requiem yeah so yeah so I'm just gonna let you guys think about the worst decision you've ever made and yeah. its consequences and in like 10 years we'll yeah. still be doing this podcast yeah absolutely we'll yeah. revisit uh, Centralia yeah and check in on that fire yeah probably still probably gonna be still burning. burning definitely gonna be un- uh, Centralia is probably just gonna be a crater at that point yeah sure yeah but it will outlast us all I think absolutely yeah <sighs> Thanks for that. Yeah, right. So that, <laughs> that's my Tragedy Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. That was great. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on social medias at This Disaster Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to help us out, best thing you can do is tell a friend to listen. Also, subscribe wherever you listen if you aren't already and leave us a review. That would be fantastic. We're approaching the holiday season, and we're, gonna, we're, we're about to gift you with some bonus content that we recorded in the past. So maybe... If you wanted to give us a present, it would be to write a review wherever mm. you listen. That'd be that'll be that'll be fantastic. Mm. Just spread it's some about cheer. the giving, the giving and the receiving, the giving and the receiving. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's all we've got, and we'll see you next week for our next major disaster. Bye bye.